Part three, chapter eleven of Life and Times of Frederick Douglass by Frederick Douglass. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part three, chapter eleven Administration of President Harrison. My appointment by President Harrison in eighteen eighty nine to the office of Minister Resident and Consul General to the Republic of Haiti did not pass without adverse comment at the time it was made nor did i escape criticism at any time during the two years i had the honour to hold that office in respect to the unfavourable comments upon my appointment it may be truly said that they had their origin and inspiration from two very natural sources first american race and colour prejudice and second a desire on the part of certain influential merchants in new york to obtain concessions from haiti upon the grounds that i was not likely to favour when there is made upon a public man an attack by newspapers differing at all other points and united only in this attack there is some reason to believe that they are inspired by a common influence neither my character nor my colour was acceptable to the new york press the fault of my character was that upon it there could be predicated no well-grounded hope that i would allow myself to be used or allow my office to be used to further selfish schemes of any sort for the benefit of individuals either at the expense of haiti or at the expense of the character of the united states and the fault of my colour was that it was a shade too dark for american taste it was not charged as perhaps it well might have been that i was unfit for the place by reason of inexperience and want of aptitude to perform the duties of the office but the colour argument was relied upon it was that i was not rightly coloured for the place although i matched well with the colour of haiti it was held that the office should be given to a white man both on the ground of fitness and on the ground of efficiency on the ground of fitness because it was alleged that haiti would rather have in her capital a white minister resident and consul general than a coloured one and on the ground of efficiency because a white minister by reason of being white and therefore superior could obtain from haiti concessions which a coloured minister could not it was also said that i would not be well received by haiti because i had at one time advocated the annexation of santo domingo to the united states a measure to which haiti was strongly opposed every occasion was embraced by the new york press to show that my experience in haiti confirmed their views and predictions before i went there they endeavoured to show that the captain of the ship designated by the government to take me to my post at port-au-prince had refused to take me on board and as an excuse for his refusal had made a false statement concerning the unseaworthiness of his vessel when the real ground of objection was the colour of my skin when it was known that i had not been fully accredited in due form to the government of president hippolyte and that there was a delay of many weeks in my formal recognition by the haitian government the story was trumpeted abroad that I was snubbed by Haiti, and in truth was having a hard time down there. After I was formally recognized, and had entered upon the duties of my office, I was followed by the same unfriendly spirit, and every effort was made to disparage me in the eyes of both the people of the United States and those of Haiti. Strangely enough, much of this unfriendly influence came from officers of the American Navy, men in the pay of the government the appearance in the harbour of port-au-prince of united states ships of war instead of being a support to the american minister was always followed by a heavy broadside against him in the american papers 
our ships seemed to be well supplied with salt-water correspondents men who had studied the science of polite detraction at the public expense and had reached in it a high degree of perfection the arrival of an american war vessel became a source of apprehension and an admiral's pennon in the harbor of port-au-prince was a signal of attack upon the united states minister speaking of the acquisition of the mole santi nicolas as a united states naval station one of these fruitful correspondents thus exposed the real cause of complaint against me when by the active intervention and material aid of the states general hippolyte was placed in power in october eighteen eighty nine american influence was paramount and had a shrewd and capable american then been sent by the united states to conduct the negotiations so ably initiated by rear admiral gerardi there would be a different condition of affairs to report to-day at admiral gerardi's suggestion a new minister was sent to port-au-prince the lack of wisdom however displayed in the choice has by the result attained become only too apparent of the clyde concession it is perhaps needless to say anything has failed completely but with the negotiations in the hands of rear admiral gerardi a decision must be reached shortly admiral gerardi is sent to resuscitate the negotiations admiral gerardi will succeed eventually it is recognized that were the united states to possess a coaling station in haiti would intervene to end the petty revolutions that distract the country thus we had admiral gerardi at every turn of haitian affairs it was at his suggestion that a new minister was appointed it was he who made american influence paramount in haiti it was he who was to conduct the negotiations for the naval station it was he who counseled the state department at washington it was he who decided the question of fitness of the american minister at haiti in all this i am not disclosing cabinet or state secrets this and much more was published in the new york papers the comment that i have to make upon it is that no better way could have been devised to arouse the suspicion of haitian statesmen and lead them to reject our application for a naval station than to make such representations as these coming from the decks of the flagship of rear admiral gerardi end of part three chapter eleven